Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. Good. We had a very exciting weekend. So busy. Dance competition, New York Botanical Garden, Arthur Avenue, family gathering, driving Isabel back and forth to Yukon. Huge black tie black party. Black tie event on Friday. Yeah. We looked incredibly good. Incredibly handsome. Yeah, we were dashing. Yes, yes as always. <laughs> Which, of course, you don't see because we're on a podcast. Well, I mean, we're not dashing right now. No, we're always dashing. We're mm-hmm. always in black tie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Let me move my gown out of the way here yes. so I can lean into the microphone. All right. From the Disney Parks blog, they're talking about Disney Plus being the new home of Ice Age. That's right. If you recall, Disney took over uh, Fox uh, Studios a while ago when they split from 20th Century. Uh, so they are now the official home of Ice Age. You may recall that back in January, they released a new movie called The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Um, they've put a two-ton sand sculpture at the entrance to the Animal Kingdom that shows all of the Ice Age characters. Uh, and now they're, they've announced uh, that there are going to be some new Ice Age shorts that are debuting on Disney Plus, starring Scrat, who is my favorite saber-toothed squirrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are called Ice Age Scrat Tales. Uh, and they are going to be streaming beginning April 13th. Um, they also have a curated series of Ice Age films if you log on to Disney Plus and look up the Ice Age collection. I love Ice Age. They do. That's a fun movie. I like Ray Romano. Yes, he's great yeah. in it. All right. Um there's a feature here about Disney cruises. Um, they're telling you what's so great about them. I mean, what's not to like about what a cruise? What is not to like? Uh, and they do have a very brief couple-minute video on YouTube uh, through the Disney Parks blog where they talk to guests about what's great about cruising. I'll tell you, in all honesty, right now at this point, the way pricing is, I would much rather go on a Disney cruise uh, for four or five nights, then head to the park for four or five nights because the pricing is very similar. It, yeah, maybe less. By the time you figure out that your food is included in a cruise and you have to pay for it on uh, on on land, right. um, it, it works out to be a better price most of the time. It does. So, and we love cruising. We do. Yeah, definitely consider it, especially if you're into like the characters and you're spending all your time wanting to um, – Go to character meals, a lot of which aren't available and hard to book right now. You get all of that on a cruise. The characters are there. Um, you're able to take pictures near them, um, see them. So, um, yeah, definitely the way to go. Yeah, definitely. Right. And that's all from the Disney Parks blog. And what, what news is happening in California? Um, not a whole lot. The Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta has reopened at California Adventure. Wow. And that's big because that's the first time they've opened in uh, just about two years. Okay. So I should be excited, I guess. So they have not reopened uh, since the Disneyland reopened. Uh, it's amazing that a slice of pizza, the uh, featured pizza, will set you back $8.99. I mean, it seems a lot, but it's a it's a meal, right? I guess. They're big pieces of pizza. I guess. And they have a nice little brick oven. I don't know how their pizza compares to what we're used to. <laughs> I'm sure it's pretty bad. Um, but uh, if you're in Disney California Adventure, uh, you can check out a pizza, pizza, Boardwalk Pizza and Pasta. Fantastic. Yes. And now that's the only news out of California. All right. So in Disney World, they have extended some hours in March. That's right. Magic Magic Kingdom will continue to open at 9 a.m. on March 13th. It will close at 10 p.m. And February 14th through 19th, they will close at 11 p.m. 
That's a 13-hour park day. We haven't seen that in a while. I think you can get in 13 hours without pooping out in the middle. Um, probably. You probably could. I definitely you could. couldn't. No. <laughs> All right. Over at Epcot. Epcot will be opening at 8.30 instead of 10.30 from February 28th through March 19th. They will still be closing at 9 p.m., but that means that if you're a Disney Resort guest, your early morning half hour will begin at 8 a.m. Hollywood Studios will also open at 8.30 a.m. from March 13th through 19th. That gives you the 8 a.m. early morning hour for Disney Resort guests. And Disney's Animal Kingdom will now open at 7.30 a.m. instead of 9 a.m. from March 13th through 19th. It will also close at 8.30 p.m. instead of 7 p.m. on those dates. So your early entry will be at 7 a.m. So those are some pretty long park days compared to what we've seen since the uh, post-COVID era started. Yep. All right. uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair Castle Stage Show um, is debuting at the Magic Kingdom for the 50th anniversary. That's right. It is an updated version of Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair celebrating the 50th anniversary. And uh, it's pretty big. It's now open. Uh, It takes place uh, in front of Cinderella Castle on the stage, which we know was refurbished recently. So uh, if you're in the park, you might uh, want to check that out. Fantastic. Do you like the shows in front of the castle? More than I used to. Okay. Uh, That kind of stuff is growing on me. The parades, the shows, the fireworks. It's all growing on me more and more as I get older. So I don't know what that says. Got you. Well, speaking of parades... Yeah, the um, showtimes are available for the return of the Festival of Fantasy Parade at the Magic Kingdom. And what time is that going to be? Um, let's see. On March 9th through 12th, the parade is going to be at 11.30 and 2.30. And then? Um, starting March 13th, the times will shift by a half hour. It will run at 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. So for a couple days there, if I say what time is the 3 p.m. parade, mm-hmm. it's 2.30. Right. <laughs> um, traditionally... Uh, have they done two performances of this per day? I don't know about this parade, but the afternoon parades, yes, they used to do okay. two. So what they usually do is one starts in Frontierland, works its way through the park down Main Street, goes in by the firehouse, and then the second performance, it's it works its way backwards. Right. So uh, very excited to see that back. That's a nice little parade. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the fire breathing dragon. Very, very cool. All right, in Epcot, they are still working on getting ready for the Flower and Garden Festival. They have a new garden seating area that's been added outside the Creation Shop. Yep, it's a bunch of nice little tables and seats that have been set up around some planters. It's a lot better than eating on a trash can. Uh, they've also put up some trellises and plants to try to make it a little uh, a little homier, right. I guess. Yeah. Um, but always nice to see them add some seating because... There's never enough seating during these festivals. No, there really isn't. No. And you end up eating your lunch on a trash can. You know what they should do? What? They should do it like Kramer and use levels. Levels? Yeah. Don't you remember when everything was going to be levels? Where? In his apartment? In his apartment. Oh. Yeah, but you know who's got levels? Who? Uh, the Journey of Water, inspired by Moana. Oh, really? Uh, they have now graded a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, they have uh, created some levels in the area. So... This looks like it might possibly be a multi-level uh, walkthrough experience. I mean, that makes sense. It's kind of hard to make something visually interesting if it's just all flat. Right. More Scrim has been added to the entrance of the Toy Story Mania gift shop at Hollywood Studios. That's the entire story right there. Okie dokie. We know they're refurbishing it. We know that Jesse is supposed to be getting a toy shop. And the assumption is that this toy shop is being created to uh, 
Jesse's specifications. All right. At Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities in Hollywood Studios, a limited edition Jedi Temple Guard lightsaber hilt has uh, come there. That's right. It will set you back $375. And this is a limited edition. There is a virtual queue to purchase it. But it is a double-sided lightsaber hilt. Uh, And it's a little bigger than some of the other lightsabers in the Den of Antiquities. Um, Cast members are not allowed to take the hilt out for pictures. Um, And even the cast members are prohibited from handling the hilt outside of making a transaction. Interesting. So it's uh, it's pretty cool if you're a Star Wars fanatic. Yeah. Even if you're not a Star Wars fanatic, it's kind of cool. Is it? No, it's not $375. Well, not to you, no. All right. You got mad that I spent $3 on a plastic spork. Yes. Yeah. I definitely did because it should have been like a free – it was a plastic spork. Yeah. I mean, you spent a bunch of money on the metal spork from – $10, yes. That, not terrible. But the plastic spork was like something that you maybe, if you got a really bad Happy Meal, might have gotten as your prize. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, Jewelry making is available again in the Wind Trader shop at Pandora in Animal Kingdom. That's right. This gift shop is at the exit to um, Flight of Passage. And if you enjoy making jewelry, this is the place to go. And, you know, this had been – This had been discontinued for a while because of COVID. They didn't want people touching things uh, and, you know, communal type jewelry. Uh, But it is back. The Build Your Own Navi bracelet or necklace uh, will set you back $19.99 plus tax. You get one bracelet or necklace cord with eight beads and the option of one feather or one crystal. Of course, if you would like more, you can purchase those elements separately. Um, But uh, it's a nice little option. The, The kids like that a lot. Don't Do you think? think? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You don't <laughs> like to build your own jewelry? Um, I mean, you know, it's not really for me, but that doesn't mean it's not fun. Okay. You know who likes to build jewelry? Kangaroos. Kangaroos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're trying to segue into our next story here about um, gray kangaroos that have returned to Animal Kingdom. That's right. Dr. Mark Penning, who you may know as one of Disney's veterinarians in the Animal Kingdom, has shared on his Instagram post that the gray kangaroos are back at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh, there's a baby. That's right. They introduced Buckeye and his mom, Millie. They came from another institution, and uh, they are – it doesn't say where they're going to be. Oh, they're going to be on Discovery Island, uh, where they are joining the rest of the gray kangaroo group, which is known as a mob. Aw. That kind of I, I like picture them as tough guys now. Yeah, like these kangaroos <laughs> in a mob, and and they're they're gonna well, they'll like, kick you. They're gonna take you out. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they're strong. Out of the Wild has been turned into a seating area at Animal Kingdom. Where was Out of the Wild? Out of the Wild used to be the gift shop at Rafiki's Planet Watch. Oh, all right. That uh, two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, they announced uh, its closing. And the space that was outside the shop now has seating and vending machines. The seating looks either very uncomfortable or and or very small. Yes. It looks like people are sitting on like little kid uh, tables and chairs. They do. They look like they're some of those uh, preschool. Yeah, the colors like are. Like really hard uh, plastic. Yeah, and they don't benches. have backs. They're not chairs. Right. They're just like little single movable um, benches. But it might be a nice place it's to It's a nice place to rest, absolutely. Purchase a soda and sit on a really hard plastic bench. Everyone's always looking for a place to sit down. That's right. All right. Um, let's talk about Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser a little more. 
That's right. So we all know that the media previews took place. The media embargo ended on Friday. So you may have seen some of your favorite Disney YouTube stars uh, or websites post pictures, reviews. Unfortunately, uh, Disney Drive Time is not an accredited media outlet. Darn so we, it all. We were not invited. No. We're hoping that we get invited uh, someday. Our press credentials are, are possibly in the mail. <laughs> uh, but they have announced what characters are available for character meet and greets. Uh, we have Captain Rioyla Keevan. Um, there is also cruise director Lena Mock. They have a droid SK620. There is a uh, mechanic by the name of Sammy, who is a character on board the cruise. Gaia, who is the galactic superstar, who sings as part of the dinner show. Uh, Wraith Cole, who is Gaia's manager, apparently has a, a part in the uh, ship. Uh, Uwani is a Rodian mu- musician. Uh, Sandro Alamander, sounds like Salamander, <laughs> uh, is an aspiring m- musician and songwriter. Um and uh, D309 is a droid that you may see on video screens. Uh, her responsibility is to run the ship's logistics, uh, but I believe there's also a physical uh, form of that robot as well. And then uh, the Saja, who are descendants of the Guardians of the Wills who protected the Jedi Temple. Uh, and of course, you can meet Chewbacca and Rey and Kylo Ren. So uh, there are a couple of First Order folks. And you can meet stormtroopers. So there are there are a ton of uh, a ton of pictures. They're pictures all people. so they're all on this cruise thing. They are. They are photo opportunities. They are meet and greets. Wow. And it was also announced that the characters aboard Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser are not being socially distanced. Okay. So they're doing autographs. Good. They're doing handshakes, hugs. Good. Um, getting really up close. Uh, also related to Galactic Star Cruiser, all of the April voyages have now been booked. Uh, there are two, uh, there's one voyage available for March. Uh, and then when you get into the middle of May, there are some available sailings as well. Uh, they have also announced that if you are on Galactic Star Cruiser, you can purchase the CSL Portrait Experience. CSL, of course, stands for uh, Chandrilla Starline, uh, but they will take photos of you around the ship in a personalized photo experience. And your Disney PhotoPass photographer will help you select locations with special clearance from the crew, of course. Uh, And that's all the Galactic Star Cruiser news. So they do open on March 1st, which is in just a few days. And then we should start getting the actual public's uh, take on this. Yeah. Good. I'm interested to hear what the actual public has to say. As am I. We're going to move over to resort news. The floors have been completed and work is continuing on the exterior of the Yacht Club Resort. That's right. We mentioned the other day that uh, the bridges in the pool were being uh, refurbished. There are some cherry pickers out working on the exterior of the building. But as Cheryl mentioned, it looks like the interior, uh, all of the floors were finished. And then, of course, they're doing touch-ups on the exterior. They're painting pillars uh, and working on some of the siding and windows. And there is some scaffolding out as well. All right. Um, Construction walls have been erected along the Grand Floridian Walkway to the Magic Kingdom. That's right. They're about halfway down the walkway that connects the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa to the Magic Kingdom. And it appears to be just past the bridge. Um, There is a drawbridge there for people who have not walked on it. That is where the uh, water pageant floats come out from. Um, 
No one knows what is going on. Uh, there is black tarp on one side of it. Of course, they have a couple porta potties set up uh, behind it for uh, crew members, and it looks like they're staging some type of material. Um, we don't know what kind of material, but it looks like they're shingles. Okay. Uh, so possibly they're talking about maybe re-roofing the Grand Floridian and staging everything just off the walkway. Right. Which sounds a little weird. You could do that in a parking lot. Yeah, true. not a cast-facing walkway. Yeah, it's a little weird. All right. That gets us out of Walt Disney World and into some cruise line news. Yeah. Construction for the um, Lighthouse Point, which is going to be Disney Cruise Line's um, second private stop, is going to begin in the Bahamas on March 2nd. That's right. And I like that you said it's a private stop. You may know that Castaway Key is Disney's private island, and that's all of it is. That's all that it is. Um, but Lighthouse Point is actually part of the island of Eleuthera, and it is on uh, one of the ends of the island. It is a $400 million project. Disney has all of the necessary permits. Uh, and as Cheryl mentioned, they are going to start work on it. Um, they've been. No, they've had this in the work for the past couple of years. I think it definitely slowed down um, during COVID, you right. know, with the uncertainty of the cruise line industry. I don't think they were moving forward on anything for a little while. But um, as things are getting a little bit more um, open, they I think they're they're ready to move forward with that. I think they know that cruising is going to be back to its pre-COVID glory uh, in not too very long. Right. And uh, this project, it consists of about 750 acres and Disney will use it uh, to build uh, open air structures, patios, walkways, a pier, and a small marina. Uh, the first part of the project that is going to begin on March 2nd is the completion of a new road. Uh, the current public road is not safe uh, and of course they will have a lot of construction equipment that they need to bring in. So they are creating a new road, uh, and this new road will be open on April 15th to provide access until the completion of, of construction, at which point they'll create a new permanent public road. So uh, that's exciting news from the Disney Cruise Line. Sure is. How about entertainment news? Entertainment news. Um, there's a new poster and trailer that have been released for Better Nate Than Ever, which is coming soon to Disney+. Plus. That's right. Better Nate Than Ever is based on a book which I didn't know, but it is a um, musical family comedy uh, written and directed by Tim Fetterly, who was the author of the original book. And the story centers around a 13-year-old from Pittsburgh who dreams of becoming a Broadway star. And apparently while his parents are on vacation, he goes on an adventure with his friend or friends to uh, New York City. Okay. And uh, of, course, of course, shenanigans uh, are, you know, take place. And uh, this movie will premiere on Disney Plus on April 1st, 2022. And that's not an April Fool's joke. That's the actual oh, date. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if April 1st you log in to see it and they're like, April Fool's, it's really tomorrow. Yeah. It could, could happen. That. It could. You never know. Um, Billie Eilish and Phineas's Nobody Like You from Pixar's Turning Red has been released on YouTube and streaming. That's right. You may know Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas. Uh, and apparently they have a song called Nobody Like You, which is supposedly uh, performed by the fictional boy band Four Town, who are characters in the Turning Red movie. Um, but this new video has been released, uh, and it is uh, coming out ahead of the film's March 11th debut on Disney+. Plus. Okay. We need to set up like a movie watch. A watch party? Party or something for Turning Red. With who? I don't know. Anybody? Anybody, for, any of our listeners who would like to come and join us for okay. 
Yeah, I'll have popcorn. All three of us. Well, what, what are we going to have for them? <laughs> I meant I would make popcorn for everyone. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll send it to them? No, they have to come and, wa- come and watch it with us. Oh. I meant like at my house. Oh, so not, not like a watch party through Disney Plus. No, 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 like a real watch party. Okay, so uh, March 11th, you're all invited to our house. That's right. Will you be home? You'll I, be home. I might be. I might just leave both of popcorn <laughs> on the dining room table. All right. I know that's what you'll do for me. <laughs> All right. Uh, production is officially wrapping up on Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, that's big news. Um, the director, who goes by the name of Frank Marshall, uh, announced that the other day. And uh, he said that's a wrap. Um, they've had a bunch of delays due to COVID-19. I believe Harrison Ford was injured for a bit. They had a cast member pass away on location. Um, but it has been wrapped, so post-production will take place, and Indiana Jones is set to release on June 30th, 2023. It's right around the corner. I was going to say, we got a ways to go here. We do. We should be seeing trailer, a teaser trailer at any moment. All right. Um, the Beauty and the Beast uh, movie. Is it the movie? What are we it talking about? It was the live-action movie. Oh, the past live-action movie, because they were supposed to do another movie. They were doing a series, a mini-series. And on it's Disney not Plus. happening. That's not happening. Okay. Yes. But so we're talking about the live action movie. The live action movie that, that came jo- out in like 2017. Okay, that Josh Gad was in. Correct. He is disappointed with Disney because he says that they didn't do his gay character justice. That's right. Uh, Josh Gad portrayed LeFou in the live action version of Beauty and the Beast. And apparently it was noted as Disney's first explicitly gay moment where he danced with a man for about two seconds. Um, and he says it should have been larger than that because they don't do justice to what a real gay character in a Disney film should be. So he thinks they shouldn't pat themselves on the back and, uh, they did not do enough in the past, but he hopes that they do a lot more in the future. Now, the downside to this is there was supposed to be a Gaston series as Cheryl and I were just mentioning on Disney plus, uh, but that has been put on hold, uh, indefinite hold right now. Although it has no, nothing has to do with uh, the LeFou character. Correct. Has um, nothing, I mean, LeFou is in it, but it has nothing to do with Josh Gad's current statement. Gotcha. The Mandalorian, ooh, the Mandalorian Marvel comic adapta- adaptation is debuting in June. That's right. Uh, the Star Wars website announced that the first issue of Star Wars The Mandalorian will hit your shelves uh, on, in comic book stores in June. So uh, that uh, that's very exciting if you're a comic book fan and a Mandalorian fan. And I'm, I happen to be both. I'm very excited. Are you? Will you read the comic book with me? No. No? Okay. But I do like the Mandalorian. All right. A new Haunted Mansion movie is going to be released in 2023. And that's all the story uh, we have right now. Okay. So we, you just know it's coming. You just, just wait it's for coming. it. That's right. Uh, theatrical release is currently set for March 10th, 2023. We've had no filming news. We've had no production being wrapped. It's funny that Indiana Jones 5 has completely wrapped. And then we talked about it and everything, and it's still coming out after this. Right. Okay. Well. So it's it's in the works. Sounds good. Do we have any universal news? A little bit. Um, the Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls has reopened um, after their, their refurbished refurbishment this is the islands of adventure that's right this is a log flume ride and it reopened on february 26th so that is good news uh that's a good ride for when it's hot out yeah um and uh i don't think we've actually ever ridden it maybe not i don't think it was super warm no it wasn't super warm when we were there 
Yeah, that. Uh, but you know what I like about Universal? What? If you're on a water ride, they have those giant air blowers that you can stand in, <laughs> and you put in like three bucks or five dollars, yes, yes, yes. and it blows you dry. The yeah. giant blow dryers. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you can take a photo with the Wolfman at a new photo op at Universal's um, at Universal Orlando. That's right. You can actually do it yourself. Oh. Uh, there is a QR code that you use to scan, uh, and then the QR code helps you control it. You snap the photo with a mounted camera, and then you can download it. So uh, pretty cool technology that it allows you to take your own photo. It tells you where to stand. Hmm. It walks you through it. There's audio uh, instructions, and uh, it, it's it's pretty neat. It, okay. uh, you mount your phone. You don't have to hold it. So you can do it if you're a single traveler. Interesting. Do you, as a single traveler, uh, would you ever feel nervous? I mean, I know as a family, you've been like, would you take our picture? But in this in this COVID day and age, like, do you want to hand your phone to somebody and you don't know, oh, yeah. know what they've been I touching? Don't care. You don't care? No. You're past the COVID. Uh, uh, well, at least as far as like touching things. I mean, I'm not going to make out with a stranger or anything, but. Um, again. <laughs> but That's I'll good hand- news. You know, your father listens to this. <laughs> but I'll hand them my phone. All right. All Good right. to know. <laughs> so you want to know if I have anything else to say? I definitely do not have anything else to say today. Excellent. So I hope everybody has a good couple of days. And until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bum, bum.